everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Comedians Exposed podcast. I'm Deanna Kobe, and our guest today is a hilarious comedian, writer, actress, host, and producer of Can't Knock the Hustle comedic events. Please welcome the hilarious person who I saw for the first time headline, the hilarious Lana Siebel. Welcome, Lana. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. This is so great. And, um, you're so lovely yourself and hilarious, so it's just nice to, to, to be here. Thank <laughs> you so for having Thank you so much. Everybody listening, I hope you prepare. Like, I have a bit of a girl crush on Lana. I love her. Wow. She's so <laughs> adorable. She has such great energy. Um, the first time I met her, like I said, she she's just so funny, but she also is really warm-hearted. So, you know, be prepared for, I think, a very mushy episode today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing how is everything going I'm okay I'm okay yeah um you know I, I you know I uh, as you know uh we connected right away girl crush as well back at you and uh yeah you know I I like that you're you also are very sweet and kind but I think we're also like don't mess with us I think it's a New York New Jersey thing because you know the sweet is great and I, and I love it and I love, you know, um, that energy, but, um, also we've, I feel like we've got a toughness. It's always that the people that are like the, the kindness, you're like, don't, I'll be yeah. kind, but don't mistake that for weakness. People, yeah, but that's what yeah. people do. They t- think that because yeah. you're capable. And to me, I'm like, I think that's the ultimate lesson of strength that you can go yeah. through shit and not be bitter and jaded and still be open yes. and welcoming. I think kindness is the, the strongest form of, of it. You know, I mean, look at Jesus. You know, he did. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty, pretty strong guy. Pretty Aletta. Yes. Aletta, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Exactly. I'm Jewish. I maybe I shouldn't. But you know, I'm just saying that. Yeah. I um. It's so funny. I I learned that. Uh, I learned that. Yeah. Kindness is just such a strong thing. Right. Uh, versus mean is so small and petty and. It, you know, after a while, you, I feel more directly as well. Like you become more like to be kind. I feel like it's easier to detach. Whereas like when you are petty or mean, like you're, mm-hmm. there's a more of emotional connection. Like, it's like, well, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? That's like, so interesting. That's so true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Cause yeah, the kindness attracts and the meanness you're like kind of running after oh. people to, to do that out of your way. Yeah. Do you, so what about comedy? Okay. So, you know, what do you think about in comedy? Do you feel like overwhelmingly, like it's a a relatively kind industry or do you feel it's more on the opposite side, you know? Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, the, the harder you work, the more opportunities you get. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm seeing, um, a whole like uh, divide, you know, people who are like, yes, go, you know, all for you. And, and I feel like those people get further as well. And I feel like I'm one of those people that's like supporting, you know, my, my fellow uh, comedians, but then there's a divide where people are very like, you know, resentful and bitter. And it's uh, it's a shame. Cause you know, they, I feel like, Hey, my, my, my friend, and somebody I admire, or my, you know, somebody I'm a fan of is doing this. I can do it too, with, with, with a lot of hard work and, mm. you know, um, a, a tiny bit of luck, but really just a, an everyday kind of thing. Uh, 
discipline, it can be done. And yeah, just it's upsetting that there's 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 really it, it is very competitive. I was wow. hoping it wasn't uh, when I first started, but <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it's, you learn. I feel like you learn that pretty quickly too. Like again, like yeah. when you get in, you kind of hope like, and you do find pockets of community. I do believe like there are like those people that are super supportive, and it's fun. And I think it's about like kind of mindset. But what about for you? When uh, when did you kind of like say, yeah. "Oh wow, this is a little different than how I thought it would be." Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, now I treasure those people even more who are the ones that are, you know, the pocket full of kindness and really, truly good people. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, so I was a competitive, uh, Latin dancer and that was cutthroat. That was, um, just, it's kind of hilarious how, um, and it was like a lot of Eastern European, you know, the people that are dancing with the stars, I grew up with them because I used to compete all over the country and, and in England. Yeah. Yeah. So oh I, gosh, and they wow. were vicious. Yeah. They're, I, you know, my, one of my um, things is when I start getting even bigger in comedy, uh, make sure to tell everyone not to watch um, dancing with the stars. That's my mission. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, it was such a competitive thing. So then when I come, came into comedy, uh, it was like, it, to me, it seemed very mild in terms of the competitive form, like, um, you know, uh, you know, as long as nobody's physically harming anyone, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and now, and now last few years, yeah, I've been, I've been working really, really hard. Um, yeah. And, and thank you for mentioning that. I, I, you know, just started headlining and featuring and, um, I have actually October 26th is a big day for me. Um, I'm headlining at the tiny cupboard. Oh no! Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing 45 minutes, and um, the the comedians that are featuring and guest starring for me are are unbelievable. They have like Comedy Central credits and late night, and so it's just I, I feel incredibly lucky. Um, but yeah, you know, I I I um, I feel like I put so much work and sacrifice, and literally risking my life. You know, the three a.m. train rides, the very dodgy places, you know, all over the road. Yeah. Um, that I I don't have um, the luxury to focus on the people that are competing with me. They can compete, or they can, you know, the the bad energy. But um, I'm just gonna try to be as 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 funny and as I don't know, giving as I can. So that's all I can do. I think you bring up two really good points because there's so much along this whole journey of comedy that you're, and you like, just like your own self, like how you were talking about, like putting your life on the line. Like Mm -hmm. I really do believe like there is this blind trust that comes with comedy. Like, yeah, you'll like be like, okay, I'm going to perform here. And like, you'll show up and it's like, am I going to get murdered? Like there's, you know, and like that, that crosses your head. And then you're like, oh, well, I got to tell jokes. And you literally, <laughs> there's a level of insanity to it, you know? Oh, yeah. 100% total insanity. It's like, why am I on this train at 3 a.m.? Uh, you know, this didn't, it didn't have to be this way. I really, is that worth it? Um, but does it, no, seriously, though, think about that. Don't you feel now like you have a superpower because you did, you're like, look at me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm on the train at 3 a.m. doing it because of the fact, like, you've, like, almost like sometimes people's fear keep them from doing what they really want. Yeah. 
it, it is a lot. It is absolutely. It is a lot. Um, like it is very strengthening to actually be in this the scary situation versus thinking about it, like thinking and imagining all that. That's that's a lot scarier. But um, as you know, being an actual like native New Yorker, like from here since I was seven, um, you know, seeing shootings across the block, hearing all these stories, I'm yeah. always on my guard and. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's it is always um, it's a double-edged sword, you know, because it toughens you. But I feel also it's probably anxiety-provoking too. It's incredibly anxiety, and that's why I feel like I I really want to get um, super duper famous, and <laughs> because I don't want to be on the train at three a.m. I just want regular gigs where I can get like some kind of you know decent pay and not be endangering my life that I that's the dream that's the dream right there. I feel like so if that's what the you know just the, the fear is a really great drive fear yeah. like at this point I so much fear um is really launched, launched fear, yeah fear is a very great motivator you're so right yeah which is kind of um actually before we talk about this I want you to tell everybody where can I find you on social media too so oh thank you your shows yeah Yes, please. I would appreciate followers. Um, it's at Lana Siebel, uh, mainly Instagram. Um, so it's L-A-N-A-S-I-E-B-E-L. And then same for Facebook. Um, beware, there's another Lana Siebel out there. And she would get some of my Venmo money from shows. And she luckily returned it. She was in a very honest Lana Siebel. Uh, so that was kind of a, that was a strange thing. Uh, but yeah, it's um, S-I-E. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. Make sure you double check before you send her money, guys. Okay. But that's good. I'm in a pink jacket. Yeah. There's two honest Lana Siebel's out there. That's amazing. The world is a beautiful place. So I wanted to talk about like, because the whole premise of the podcast is about um, comedy and vulnerability. Because for me, I was afraid to do comedy for a really long time. Like, I don't have a performance background. Like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, it took me years. Like even now I'm still pretty terrified. Right. But I do believe that through that fear, like when you can push through the fear for whatever reason, like there's something that's coming out the other side. Okay. But what about for yourself? Like, again, I don't want to assume what about your experiences and doing Yeah, First comedy? of all, I'm so surprised that you didn't have stage experience because you're so it's performative. You're such a good, great performer. You're like you live on stage. Um, I yeah, I'm neurotic. I think that's because I'm the neuroses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think we were. I think we probably have in common where we weren't pay, being like uh, nobody paid attention to us as children. So now it's just please listen to me. Somebody pay attention to. Yeah, I think it's a very. <laughs> um, but I, no, I've I've been uh, yeah starved for attention since I was a kid. So I've been like dancing since I was about. 10 or 11. Uh, and then, you know, and I took that very seriously and professionally. And then I was acting as a teenager for now it's a couple of decades. So I had, I had tons of, you know, I was pretty much a performer since I was little, but I was still terrified to do comedy because it is so vulnerable and you have to have no ego and, um, it's, you know, just your deepest, darkest things just have to, you have to be comfortable with. So I, it took me eight years to just get the courage because I was thinking about it. I was writing. I did um, improv, which not for me. I don't know if you watch The Office, Michael Scott, um, uh, where he, you know, nobody wants to hang out with him after class. That's what that was me. 
Um, <laughs> except, except instead of being like an FBI agent, I'd pull out my mother. All the scenes would be like, and my mom, you know, so um, <laughs> that was my strength. Uh, so I, so yeah, the, so it was finally when I got up on stage, I was so grateful because my friends drove all the way. They used to live here, but then they moved to Rhode Island uh, and they said, you know, I had a good set. They're also actors. Uh, and then my father-in-law was like, oh my God, thank God she was good. He was very relieved. Uh, and then some of the other comics who've been doing it for a while, you know, went and told me that it was good. Um, I did prepare a lot. Um, so yeah, that first night felt amazing, but then, you know, and then the years after that were, were not that amazing. It was, oh my God. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was very scary. I, it was because comedy is, you know, it's very vulnerable. Yeah. You're alone. Yeah. What does vulnerability mean for you? What is that like? What does that look like or feel like for you? I think that some sums up, you know, my whole life, just feeling unprepared, unlistened to. Um, yeah, like uh, it's, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm an immigrant. So it came over when I was seven. So it was a lot of things that I, I ended up being like a latchkey kid. So, you know, I was kind of all alone all the time. Um, so it was just a lot of scary things that I had to do as a kid, uh, which I probably didn't properly deal with until much later, until like right now, probably. Um, so, um, so yeah, it, it, vulnerability is something that is almost like not allowed in my mind because it's oh. it's something that feels scary yeah. and and um, uh, almost like life threatening. I was I was going to ask you then. So do you see yeah. it as a strength or a weakness? So for you, it's something yeah. that you yeah say is more of a weakness. It's a weakness. I'm st- I still struggle with. It. I go back and forth yeah. because yeah, of course I think um, people who you know put themselves out there and. Um, you know, show their vulnerability are very strong. Um, so I think I think it's a mix of things. I think it's a mix of things. Um, I do know that I like to be prepared. That's what I've learned. <laughs> um, so th- yeah, the more I can prepare. But uh, in terms of showing some things that I feel you know ashamed about or are scary and, and connecting with people, that that feels very liberating. What are um, some things that you would like examples of things that you would share that you feel shame about, but help you connect with people. Um, you know, uh, not having the best relationship with my mother. Um, even though I think she's an incredible woman, but, um, there's just so many, uh, things, you know, in terms of coming over here and struggling and, um, and, uh, it's so funny. Cause I just had, I did a couple of sets where, um, people really connect with that. I have this joke where I'm, um, it's unfortunate something recently happened, but it, 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 I think it's a very well-written joke and people really connect with it. And then there, there was one point where um, it was mainly other comics and they kind of went like, ooh. And, you know, I was like, you know what? You guys are here at um, 11, a, you know, 11 p.m. at an empty bar and there's four of us. I'm sure you have amazing relationships with your mothers, you know? <laughs> Sure. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Keep lying to yourself. Okay. Um, but it was just that one time that it didn't work. Um, so it's nice. I think it's liberating and it, it does somehow make you a more whole and 
maybe eventually a little bit of a kinder person when you really are as truthful as you can, you know, you can be about, cause you know, if you hide and you say like, everything's perfect and all these relationships are perfect. I think at the end, it's just, you're kind of lying to yourself and you're starting to feel ashamed and it's just, yeah. it, it's a whole, whole, whole mush of horrible things. I yep. think. And so. I definitely feel like, again, his vulnerability stirs up so much stuff. And like, for me, like, I know, yeah, definitely shame is like one of the, cause like sometimes I like to be vulnerable. Cause again, it opens up that space of release, but then also, yeah, you're like walking into things that like, Oh my God, I'm ashamed. And yeah. I feel like doing comedy is a perfect, perfect situation to, cause you're up on stage with a microphone and there's yeah. so many like potential what ifs and it's like, Holy crap. Like yeah, perfect storm for saying something that you're ashamed of. Have you ever had moments like that? Oh yeah. Especially in the first, uh, yeah. For, I mean, I've been in it for seven years, first five years, just a lot of experimentation of just yeah. seeing what works, what doesn't. Um, yeah. I feel like it's a combination of vulnerable, but then, than good joke writing as well. And, and, you know, at this point, um, I'm happy that I'm like trying to be a lot kinder to myself because I'm very harsh on myself. Um, and it's nice that I'm like, you know what, this room isn't the one that I'm going to start to let me work on this and come back and see. So certain rooms I'm, I'm, you know, just the, it's good to be protective of yourself. Um, yeah. That's such a good point, actually. Oh, my God. Because yesterday I did a show and I had a horrible set. Oh, my God. Horrible. And I'm sure you're too harsh on yourself, too. I'm sure that's not true. Uh, but no, anyway. it was it was like literally like it, and I like I said, it's like for me, like every time I have a bad set or like someone's not laughing, like those are the people I remember. You know, I don't like, yeah, like their yeah. faces and this person will forever be burned in my brain, you know? Yeah. And it's like yeah. and it was especially, too, because um the climate we're living in, like, it was just, I feel like people are really sensitive. And I was like trying to do yeah. a joke about cultural appropriation and this, like this young kid wasn't having it. And it just like, and it just made me feel so ashamed. And I was like, it just mm-hmm. got into my head for the whole set and tanked my set. What about Be- free? Huh? I feel so protective of you. I'm like so angry at those people. Like, fuck you, go fuck yourself. Listen to the joke. You just want to be up there yourself. Uh, Oh my god! You know, I last few years I've been really working hard on that. I don't know if you ever read. It's helped me a lot. Julia Cameron, no, the artist way. Okay, please write that down. I am writing it down down right now. Yes, and then. and then when you're uh, doing amazing on the road, don't forget me. Um, so yeah, <laughs> this is how I get it. We plan. love you. This is why we love Lana so yeah. much. <laughs> um, the artist way. Look at it. Yes. And so I've been really focusing on, I would do the same thing last. I mean, you know, it's been a lot of virtual, but uh, even a little bit, I'd say a little bit before the pandemic started, especially now, I really now whoever that person is, who's glaring at me, I'm like, you know what, this is, this is their issue. This is not me They're for, you know, maybe they want to be up here. They're probably someone who wants to try comedy or acting. And they're, you know, a little bit upset that they're not in the spotlight. Um, I can't focus on them because I have this whole other room that I see smiling or trying to get engaged. So then I, I really try to, that person I'm going to leave alone. And it's so funny. It's been really working where, um, I had several instances where I would come back 
maybe towards the end and I see them actually like laughing because they, they start to realize it's not all about them. And maybe, you know, they open up their minds a little bit because when you give them that attention, it's kind of like you're, it's kind of an, you two are enabling each other. You're enabling yeah. like, Oh yeah, I, I am. Maybe I am not. And then they're enabling, like, yeah, I have this power. So if you could just, even, even if it's the four people in front, but yeah, I remember yeah. one of my first sets that there was a lady who, and I was like, Oh my God, you know, it was a mirroring of my mother, you know, who I felt, um, yeah, there's a lot there. That, 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 that's why I think I'm, I'm thankful, you know, I, the 45 minutes I've got, uh, and she, she wants to come see me, but now, now that I'm on Facebook, now she's like, uh, you know, liking and oh, your mom, you know, to my son, your mom's so famous before it was like, nothing you know she was like i will do comedy now she's like oh your mother and uh, <laughs> anyways um see that's a, that's a perfect example of an audience member that you just try to um but yeah you, you try to focus on the ones that are rooting for you and that somehow you're both kind of engaging your feeling about yourself like, oh yeah i am doing the best i can i am doing well and then they're you know you're kind of giving to each other and you focus on the ones that are the laughing ones. Um, and it's hard to do. You really, it's something that, you know, uh, I've been really working on getting out of my comfort zone. Um, that's something I think, I think for most of us, the negativity is, and comedians, especially the negativity is our comfort zone. Um, and the talking ourselves down and the, you know, the punishing ourselves, that is, I think for most people too, but the, the actual positivity and giving yourself a chance, you know, fighting chances, it's um it's harder I just think, like we talked about the kindness this is yeah. like I feel like we have a theme here yeah, yeah definitely you're right yeah, you know? yeah. but it, it's true like I think there's something like I read somewhere something about like two-thirds of the words in the English language have like a negative connotation so it's like oh when you really think about it like how we are kind of conditioned and then also thinking about other variables that play in, like I always kind of like to think about, because I think about my own experience with gender and how it plays out in comedy and like, you know, just age and all these other variables, yeah. you know, they come in and you can't help, but sometimes for me, like get in my, like they get in my head, but I like yeah. what you're saying is, you know, be kind to yourself. And like, I love, I'm going to try what you said, like, cause I, like I said, mm-hmm. I just look at that person and I get fixated on them and I'm like why are you so unhappy like I'm not yeah I'm not you can't solve it that's the thing that's not your problem it's their problem they're unhappy and um that's that's what I'm really trying to fight towards like I uh I can't solve their life for them if they're unhappy this comedy show no matter who's up there will not help them that's not on me um and um yeah, it's so funny what you say about that because I think I was like cheering on my son uh, this week. I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Are you being sarcastic?" Because yeah, everything is kind of dealt with negativity and sarcasm, especially in comedy. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I really I'm excited for you to try it and just know it's a lot harder to be positive than it is. Negativity is a lot easier. Oh, it is. It's so it's so great. Because you're sitting so down, you think about like how easy it is to just lie down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no energy. So it's the same thing. Like to be negative, yeah. you're not exuding real energy. Yeah. You have to work hard towards getting to the positive. Yeah. And, and also I've learned, like, I'm seeing like the, the more I don't care if somebody laughs or not, uh, the better I do. Yeah. You just, cause you just take off that 
that pressure from them, from yourself, and you're just doing it, which is, again, takes years and years. And it's so, it's so hard. It really it is. It's super hard. But I, yeah. think, I think it goes like by doing it, like, again, you, there's just like, again, a strength that comes from it. Because again, like you said, yeah. that person's issue is internal, you know, and it's like, why are you going to yeah. go through life taking on yeah. other people and their yeah. issues? Like, is it, that yeah. would be an exhausting way to live. And, and, oh. I, and, and I, I admit I did it for years and I'm exhausted. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah. so I, yeah, like the other way, like you said, the positivity is, is a lot harder, but after a while, I feel like when you train that muscle, it does start to strengthen you and it becomes more, you still have to work at it. You're yeah. out of your comfort zone, but it's a, it is like a muscle that you train. It's, you know what too, also it's interesting. Cause um, I was talking with somebody about this Chappelle special um because you know I wanted to talk about a bit with cancel culture and uh things like this but also too I feel like writing jokes a lot of times that are more positive um you know I I don't know if necessarily positive but like not mean-spirited I guess you know Mm. like you know it's very it's more challenging you know what I mean like thinking about writing clean comedy and like really writing inclusive comedy so um, did you yeah. get a chance to watch the Chappelle special or no? Truth is I watched like the first 20, I think it was like the first 20 minutes. And from what I saw, so now I'm like so curious to see the, the rest of it. Yeah. Because what I saw, I absolutely loved. Um, I thought it was amazing. Um, but um, I guess some thoughts would be that, you know, he's um, he's a human being. It's nice that, you know, people could see that he's a human being and, um I, I personally really, you know, in terms of just looking at the jokes, I really enjoyed the joke. Like even uh, he said something like, and this woman was saying a lot of H sounds. Hi, how are you? I mean, that's brilliant. That's so funny. It's like things you every day, but it's so well structured. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes, yeah, people, um, some people or comics, sometimes I feel like don't appreciate how just funny and brilliant that is because maybe the expectations on him are just through the roof ridiculously high yeah so I feel like when that happens it's it's hard to to you know satisfy at that point just going back to the negativity I feel like when you reach a certain level like you're just no matter what you're gonna because you've gotten so big you know what I mean the the scope is so right there's going to be just so many people with like that negativity, like you're, you know what I mean? Like you're just going to, I think that point, I think for him at this point, it's gotta be like, I wonder how much of it he's doing it just fully for himself now, you know, and Mm -hmm. what, what am I enjoying? And that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, there's plenty of people who are, I mean, I'm personally really enjoying his cut and I, and I think, you know, as a culture, we are really afraid and we are always, so if somebody can, um, show their perspective in a very, uh, you know, um, smart and interesting and structured way. I'm all for it. And, and also, you know, I think it's interesting that, um, so most cultures you can't make fun of, right. Or, and most ethnicities, but you still, still see a lot of the Russians playing these evil characters. Even my son was like, oh, you know, you're a spy from Russia. Like everyone, you know, my husband, Italian-American, 
there I even I even made a joke about that, like how Cuomo um, should be thankful to him because he still is making it okay to make fun of Italian Americans without any consequences. But you know, my husband's like a really amazing person, such a great guy, and you know, Italian Americans are like these stereotypes and this horribleness is still okay. So, yeah, it's like why are some cultures allowed and then others aren't? It's just in that makes us all kind of lie and dishonest with each other and afraid of each other. And this is why there's such a divide because we're all so afraid and lying. And I, yeah, it's. One thing too, I don't understand because like the reality is like comedians touch on the truth. It's like you observe what is it's like, Oh, I'm not creating this. I'm talking about what is. Yeah. And, you know, from there, it should be a basis of what should be, you know, but it's like if we yeah. don't talk about it at all. And I also feel too a lot of people like this is something I personally struggle with. Um, certain people get hung up on words and won't hear the because again, it's about the craft of writing a whole joke. And like, yes, he tells a beautiful joke writer like. So, yeah, what about yourself? Is there things or words that you completely avoid? In your you know, it's funny. I am trying to work on some things where like I say the word bitch and you know what? I'm a woman so I can say that. And it, it comes from you know, saying I'm a feminist, which I am. But like some words we should have ownership of, like, you know, certain words, uh, they're they're ours. I can say the word bitch and, and it doesn't have to be where I'm, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think it I think a lot of people don't understand that so much work goes into um that little sentence, the premise, and then that punchline, and it really is an art form. And a lot of times as comedians, we're trying to be truthful and show our perspective. Um, of course, if it's clearly, you know, racist, misogynist, um, that's, that's, and it's badly written, that's horrible. It should not be. But if it's crafted in a beautiful way, yeah. and it's trying to just be as honest as possible somebody's experience I mean it's like I don't know I because I you know I am very liberal I am somebody who's but at the same time it's it's like I don't it's getting to a point where it's just too much all the time I don't know I don't know how to say well I feel like too also because you said the words crafted and you know like because I know myself, like there's been so many jokes I have that like listening to old sets, I'm like, oh my God, I want to throw up. Like, but they yeah. were in process, you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah. I didn't land on it. I didn't stay there. And it's like, this is where I get concerned with this whole attitude of like shutting people down because it's like, yeah. it should always be open discourse. Like if I trigger you, like, you know how you said your audience, it's about that person if they're being triggered. Yeah. So it's like, what's going on that you're triggered? Can you explain to me why? So we can talk about this and be more open, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's what we're losing. It's like this ability to be really open with each other and vulnerable with each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're that triggered or if you, you know, you don't, you hate comedy or you want to do comedy so much, either go do an open mic or don't be there. If you're that, you know, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, a lot of people just want, want that for themselves. They want to be on stage themselves. I think that comes down to that a lot of times. Um, why, why don't you think they get up them? What makes the difference between people who get on stage and then people who want to get on stage and don't? 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's um, I, I, like in terms of like the first time. Yeah, as you know, it's like it's 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 terrifying um, and <laughs> it takes a lot of guts and um, you're just you're taking a big risk. And especially, but then, you know, when you do it for, for years and you work hard at it, it's, it's a lot of sacrifice. I even, I even said to some audience, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, they, I think they thought it was like, whose line is it anyway? Uh, type of night. And I was like, you know, thanks for, for writing this, but um, it's already been written. And, uh, yes. um, and, you, and the truth is you are performing to a lot of, you know, drunk people a lot. Um, so managing that is, is, is a lot of it um yeah it's it's a very not it's not an easy business um so what then what keeps you coming back that's a great question I you know I don't know uh I too <laughs> well I'm too far in at this point and I genuinely I think I'm doing it for the right reason I really want to make people laugh I really if I can provide and you know I I don't think it's the be all end all I don't you know I try not to take it like too seriously even though this is my like profession and my you know uh career now but um if I can provide some type of distraction or some kind of um a great time or inspiration for people that would be great that's that's all you could hope for yeah that's so great and what about for yourself personally like besides like being able to be an inspiration for others, is there anything else that you personally get from it? Yeah, I think it feeds into um, not getting any kind of attention or acknowledgement <laughs> or um, like I'm a separate person <laughs> from my parents. I think it that it really, it's something that like, like with you, I think you could relate. It's something that uh, I think we're a lot of comics are very, very empty inside. And not that this like fills us up, but a little bit, a little bit of I'm getting, I'm wow. People are paying to listen to me. This is unbelievable. It, it really is. Um, it's, it's very uh, deep. It goes very deep. I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I do believe like as well, like uh, I think too, you said earlier about, um, not having an ego. I feel like that is something, you know, I love personally, I help. I feel like it definitely helps keep your ego in check. It's super humbling. And (laughs) it's it's beyond, I really, I really want to get where it's a little less humbling. Oh, but yeah, it's, oh my God, the things we have to do to, yeah. Oh my, I know. But like, again, you think about it because then it's like, okay, good. Then I'm letting that go that I have that humility. And it just, I feel like that's just, it's just an easier way. I definitely feel like I adapted to life much easier, much more willing to roll with punches. Like, okay. Oh yeah. This is what we got to do. Oh yeah. No problem. Oh, we're going to, we're going to tell jokes in a field in the middle of the Okay. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so fun. I kind of do like that, you know, um, the comedians who have been doing it for decades and decades and have done all these amazing things. They're still, you know, we're all kind of sometimes, you know, doing a bar show and, and yeah, like you said, in the field and yeah. uh, anything for stage time. So yeah. it is, uh, right. yeah, it just keeps you humble, but it also keeps you that much stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And warm. connected, I feel too, is a really beautiful, because like you said yourself, when you can share something about yourself that someone else resonates with, there's, there's really powerful energy. I feel like that's created from that connection. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Cause you know, even, um, 
for, I, I did this one show at Greenwich uh, and it was a great show. And then it was like a couple of um, college kids. They, one of them, you know, she really resonated with, I think the whole dancing thing and all this, the struggles that I talk about. Um, and then, you know, they, they, so it's like they became my like fans. They, they came to the next show and it was so sweet. I, I really felt like I saw in her eyes, like she really, um, she was also Eastern European. So the pressure is that I feel like that pressure relates to any ethnicity, but, um, it was so nice to see that she was like, Oh, somebody, somebody gets this experience. It, yeah. um, it was like a relief that you're not alone. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It is. And like, especially too, I think in these times, you know, I think people, some do feel very lonely and it's nice yeah. to have that. Can you do me a favor one more time? Can you let everybody know about upcoming shows? And again, one more time where they could find yeah. out social media. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much perform every night. I try to uh, post it in my stories. I feel very grateful for that. And uh, um, October 26th at the tiny cupboard um, headliner series, uh, I'm doing 45 minutes that's going to be very exciting. And, uh, you know, Chanel Lee's on it, Reg Thomas, Nikki McCollum, uh, Jonas Barnes, uh, Lori Petrie. So that really an incredible lineup. Um, so that's going to be, yeah, uh, uh, October 26th. My please follow me at Lana Siebel, L-A-N-A-S-I-E-B-E-L. Not the other Lana. She's got a dog on her picture. I'm in a pink jacket. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for uh, sitting down and talking with me today. Thank you. This went by so quick. It really oh. flew by. Yeah, no, that's because you. you're so interesting and so wonderful no. to talk to. Really? I thought I was being very bland and saying generic things, but... Uh, oh, not at all. <laughs> I know. 